0: Pastor Chooks Ogoye is the Senior Pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman over the years pastor chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries he is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders here is pastor chooks ogoye
1: hi good evening everybody welcome to another edition of our online masterclass, understanding the goodness of god my name is chooks ogoye and i'm your host for tonight And I'm just grateful to God for the opportunity of sharing God's word with you. It's been, um, today I think is day five, yeah? Day five, uh, episode number five, where we're sharing um, about the goodness of God. This topic is so important. uh, And I will tell you a little bit more. But can we pray together? Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you bless this broadcast. Help me minister your word very powerfully. In the mighty name of Jesus, help my hearers catch a revelation of your goodness tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. We speak a blessing over our nation. We speak a blessing over the church of Jesus Christ, even during this season of the COVID-19 pandemic. I declare in the name of Jesus that the hand of God rests upon our nation for prosperity. The hand of God rests upon our nation for healing. The hand of God rests upon our nation for, for recovery in the mighty Name of Jesus. Amen. We declare we will see the goodness of God even in this season more than we have ever seen it before in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Tonight, uh, I do have quite a bit to share with us. Let's start at Psalm 119, verse 68. Psalm 119, verse 68. Psalm 119, verse 68. It says, You are good and do good you are good and you do good now two things there it talks about the character of God as being good and then it talks about the actions of God as being good now his actions proceed from his character God is good in in himself he's intrinsically good and because he's good, Good comes from him. So how good, how much good that comes from him is directly connected to how good he is. So if he is partly good, then partial goodness will come from him. If he is wholly good, then whole goodness will come from him. What comes from him cannot be greater or better than what he is. So you are good and you do good. These are two things that I want us to to look at tonight in a very uh, um, um, profound way. See, when we know God as good, we have to know him as good. Then we can experience him as good. So if our picture of God is messed up, we can't experience his goodness. How much goodness we can extract from him is directly proportional to how accurately we see his goodness. So if we don't see his goodness clearly, we can't extract goodness from him. We can't experience goodness from him. The reason why we haven't experienced more goodness than we have experienced now is because we haven't seen him as clearly as possible, as good as he is. The enemy has been in this business of blackmailing God, of making God look bad, and we have believed wrongly. And, and this is one of the things that God wants me to correct in this series of teachings. That's why I'm doing it. And I'm gonna do it, I'm doing it every opportunity I get, and I preach it every opportunity I get until everybody can see how awesomely good our God is. Now, do you understand that that? The reason why the church hasn't manifested more Christ-likeness than it has till date. And when I'm speaking about the church, I'm speaking about the church of God universal. The reason why we haven't seen a, the full manifestation of Christ or more manifestation of Christ. Like we saw in the Bible what he did in the three and a half years that he lived physically on the earth. Now that he is living in his body, the church, yet the church hasn't demonstrated Christ fully to the world. The reason this is the reason the people of God, the church, hasn't seen Christ as clearly and as accurately as he is. We haven't seen him like that. We haven't seen him. We we have contorted pictures, distorted pictures of Christ. And because of what we see, it affects what we do. So the quality of goodness that comes from us, the goodness that we demonstrate towards the, the, uh, the, 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 the vulnerable, towards the, the sick, towards the poor, towards the disadvantaged, the quality of goodness that has come from the church of Jesus Christ is, is reflective of the, how good we have seen God is. So in other words, If our picture of God is accurate and we see him in his goodness, we will demonstrate goodness. We will manifest goodness in our finances and there will be so much abundance in the house of God that we'll be able to meet the needs of the people around us. We'll be able to cater for the people who have been broken and beaten by robbers on on the highways of life. but People who have been battered by the enemy. On the highways of life like the good Samaritan. He had to pick up that man who robbers had beaten up and stolen things from. That's a picture of the church. I mean of the world around us. And if we saw God for who he is. As good as he is. We will be able to do like that good Samaritan. Pick up that man. Nurture his wound. Put him somewhere. Pay the bill. Pay the bill. So that he can be helped. And even put extra money on ground to say anything he needs. Will sh- that's the kind of church that God is raising post-COVID-19. I am telling you, because we are going to see God for who he is. We are going to see him clearly in his might, in his, in his goodness. And by what we see, we become what we see and we manifest what we see. That scripture says, you are good and you do good. So when we see him how and uh, uh, in 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 the excellence of his goodness in the clear in the best clear form of his goodness we will be able to demonstrate his goodness and the world will be able to see the goodness of God through us the world will be able to receive the goodness of God through us so we are not doing because we have not seen we have not seen because the enemy lied to us the enemy gave us Wrong teachings. The enemy caused the Bible to be misinterpreted in our understanding. So our picture on the inside is messed up. So we're not able to extend goodness and manifest goodness everywhere we go. Do you recall, remember that that goodness is one of the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Goodness is one of them. So so how much of the fruit of the Spirit that we are going to display is directly proportional to how clearly we see the goodness of God, and, and and so these teachings around the goodness of God is going to multiply on the earth. How oh, I picked it up in the spirit last year, God is going to breathe upon His church and breathe upon apostles and prophets, and we begin to see how awesomely good our God is, and begin to teach the Church of Jesus Christ how awesomely good God is, and a revival a revival is about to break out. A revival of the goodness of God. And as we see the awesome goodness of God, then we can demonstrate that goodness. Then we can give our world the goodness of God. The world is in need of the goodness of God. The world, the the devil has come like a thief and beaten people and, and robbed them. Robbed them of their joy, robbed them of their finances, robbed them of hope, robbed them of a sense of destiny. He's robbed them, left them on the side of the road. we come coming like the good Samaritan. We're coming to pick up the world around us. There's eight, 7.8 billion people that are on the planet. We're going to pick up the world. We're going to pick up humanity. And we're going to dress the wounds that the devil has inflicted on humanity. We're going to rescue humanity from where the enemy has beat humanity and put humanity on the floor. And we're going to pay the bill. Because we see the goodness of God is going to translate into mega financial prosperity in our hands. Because we need need it to do good. And we'll be able to rescue and save the the world that has been beaten by the thief. The enemy is the thief. So, I want you to stay with me tonight. I want to unpack a few things about the goodness of God. Now, the goodness of God has two qualities to it two qualities. It's infinitely good and it's absolutely good. I want to explain the two. Infinite goodness and absolute goodness, they're not the same. Infinite goodness refers to quantity. In other words, the goodness of God that is limitless. In other words, the goodness of God cannot be quantified. There is no barrier, there is no obstacle that can stop God from showing you his goodness. His goodness can overrule every limitation because it's limitless. So whatever the limit is, the limit of human ingenuity, God can beat it. Uh, 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 And there are examples all over the Bible. The goodness of God can transcend the limits of nature, the limits of man's resources, this is the reason why. When Jesus saw the crowd that had been with him about to leave hungry, he said to his disciples, no, we can't send these guys away hungry. They're going to faint on their way going home. Let's give them something to eat. The, his disciples said, no, but we don't have enough food to give this crowd. Even if we had to buy 200 denarii worth of bread, what is it with, you know in comparison to this number of people here that are hungry? And Jesus said, what do you have? At hand, what's available? They say, no, there's a little boy here who has five loaves and two fish. He said, bring it. Can you see the goodness of God? Jesus wanted to show goodness to these people. But there were limitations of resources. They were not going to be able to find somewhere to buy enough food to be able to feed this crowd. But the goodness of God cannot and does not submit to human limitations. The limitations of resources is not a problem for the goodness of God. So guess what? God, Jesus, Plugged the five loaves and two fish into the hand of Almighty God, and the goodness of God, the infinite goodness of God, hit those bread, the, the, the those five loaves of bread and two fish, and it began to multiply. There was no limit anymore. It began to multiply until five thousand men, beside women and children, were fed. That's the goodness of God being infinite. It can be limited. It can be put in the boundary. It can be put in a confine. No, there's no limitation to it. They, they, they attend the wedding. Wine runs out of the, at the wedding. They call on Jesus to showcase his goodness and save this couple from an embarrassment on their first day of being married. Guess what? There was nowhere to go and buy wine. Jesus took the water that was there, turned into wine, and there was more than enough for everybody the infinite goodness of god so the goodness of god will transcend limitations transcend barriers transcend whatever that human beings say you know we don't know how to, we are going to do this <laughs> the children of israel are, are moving away are running away from egypt they get to the red sea and the red sea is it's a formidable sea in front of them there's no way to cross if they try it they're going to drown There's no way they're going to cross. Even if they were all champion swimmers, there's no way they're going to be able to cross. They are perplexed. Pharaoh is coming from behind. Moses consults God. God says, I'm going to showcase my goodness. Stretch out your rod. Remember that the rod was given to Moses as an instrument for performing signs. That means that it's an instrument for demonstrating the goodness of God. Straight forth the goodness of God over the water. Moses straight forward the goodness of God over water, and pop! the a highway was made in the in the midst of the Red Sea. That's what I'm saying to you. The goodness of God is infinite, it cannot submit to any kind of boundaries, any kind of limitations. Where there was no food in the desert, the goodness of God caused manna to, to, to pour down from heaven and feed the people. That's just the God we serve. So Every time there are human limitations or natural limitations, the goodness of God transcends it. So that's what it means, that the goodness of God is infinite. And can I prophesy to somebody tonight that God wants to showcase his infinite goodness to you, even in this COVID-19 crisis situation? He wants to show you. So whatever the barriers are, they said, you know, it cannot be done. We don't have resources. We don't have this. We don't have that. The goodness of God can transcend the, 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 the limitations of man's resources and make a way where there seems to be no way. You know, when, when, when we quote that, we say God is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. We are speaking about the infinite goodness of God. He is able to make a way where there seemed to be no way. Hallelujah. Now, let me talk about the absolute goodness of God. The absolute goodness of God refers to the quality of goodness. It refers to the quality Goodness, the Bible says, God is light in Him, there is no darkness at all. In other words, God is good in Him, there is no evil at all. His goodness is absolutely pure, there is not one evil from that that is in God. So, evil cannot proceed out of God. God says, He cannot be tempted with evil, He does not tempt anybody with evil he can't be tempted with evil he does not tempt anybody because he doesn't have evil there's no evil in god there's not one iota electron particle of evil in god god is absolutely good there's no evil in him so that's the absolute goodness of god meaning that 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 goodness will always be good in any situation is in anything that is not good will be transcended and god will produce goodness that absolute goodness means that anything that proceeds out of God is good. The Bible says, "All good and perfect gifts come from God." That's all that comes from God, good and perfect gifts. Nothing evil comes from God. Hallelujah. So it's important that you we we understand that. Adam was created to see God for who he was, as an infinitely good God, and An absolutely good God. That was what the garden was supposed to be. So every time that God came in the cool of the day, every day the Bible tells us, God came to fellowship with Adam and his wife. Every time God came through, he was coming through so that Adam can see, Adam and his wife can see his absolute goodness. Adam and his wife can see his infinite goodness. Adam and his wife can get used to it. Because when they get used to it, then they can manifest it. Remember that the Garden of Eden, the plan of God for the Garden of Eden, which was all good, remember? It was all good. Everything God did was all good. Even when God spotted not good, which was that it was not good that man be alone, God fixed it by creating woman. So after woman was made, everything was good. The whole garden displayed God's goodness. God's goodness was everywhere. And God used to come to fellowship with them in the midst of that goodness. And the whole idea was over a period of time, Adam gets used to the absolute goodness of God, gets used to the infinite goodness of God, and because he's the image of God, he begins to display the same, and begins to fill the earth with the goodness of God. That was the plan of God, that Adam will fill the earth with the garden. The garden was a a prototype of the environment where the goodness of God was showcased. That's what the garden was. So, So, Adam was supposed to God comes every day in the garden to fellowship with Adam and his wife so that Adam can eventually multiply and replicate the garden everywhere until the whole earth is filled with the goodness of God. The whole earth is filled with the goodness of God. But something happened. Before that process could get far, the enemy came and lied to Adam that God is not good. And Adam believed it. Because Adam acted on what the enemy said. Showing that he believed it. Proving that he believed what the enemy said. So when the enemy said God is not good. And Adam believed it. Everything scattered. The whole creation scattered. Evil spread everywhere. Hostility spread everywhere. Strife spread everywhere. Because Adam believed a lie. And this is the sad part. From that time. Every descendant of Adam is born deformed. What do I mean deformed? Is born with a deformed image of God. We are hardwired to mistrust God. Fear fear, is an evidence of a, a, an incorrect image of God that we have. Every time you are afraid of something. It's because there's an incorrect image of God that you are carrying. Because remember that when Adam fell and received an inaccurate picture of God, he became afraid. Did you notice that children are born and nobody teaches them to fear? They are born with fear, meaning they are born with an incorrect image of God. We all had wired from our mother's womb with an incorrect image of God. When we get born again, we are introduced into the kingdom. We are brought into the kingdom. And the Bible says that except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom. So the born again experience opens the door into the kingdom. So when we come into the kingdom, now the process of spiritual growth, think of the kingdom to be like a house, a big house. You begin to see inside the house the different, you know, pictures and beauty and splendor inside the house. That is what spiritual growth is supposed to be. That in the kingdom of God, you begin to see the goodness of God and see the amazing goodness of God. Listen, there's a scripture that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So as I experience the goodness of God, I absorb it. And as I absorb it, I am transformed into what I uh, absorbed. Remember, you become what you ate. You are what you have eaten. So when I taste... I am experiencing the goodness of God. So when I am in the kingdom, I am seeing everywhere. And I am seeing the goodness of God all around me. I am seeing the hand of God stretch out for me. And the picture that I have on the inside that was corrupt from my mother's womb begins to change. Begins to change. So a gradual transformation begins to occur on the inside. And I begin to see better pictures of how good my God is. I begin to see him to be absolutely good. I begin to see him to be infinitely good. Every circumstance, every situation that I experience his miracle, I experience his provision, I experience his healing, I experience him making a way where there seems to be no way. Those are his goodness that I am seeing. That is supposed to transform me. As I experience his goodness from his word, I am able to release my faith to believe in impossible situations. To believe him. And as I experience impossible situations made possible, I am being transformed. So what I see in the word of God is transforming me. What I experience by applying the word of God is also transforming me. So there is an ongoing transformation that occurs as I listen to teachings like this. You know, I am seeing better, you know, um, the picture, the accurate picture of the goodness of God. And it's changing me and it's causing faith to rise up in me to believe God to demonstrate His goodness in my experience. Because the goodness of God has to be demonstrated in your experience that scripture said test and see that the lord is good god wants you to experience his goodness so it's not just a theory of what we are teaching you know in the bible no god wants you to experience it can i say to you tomorrow god wants to show you his goodness tomorrow even tonight god wants to show you his goodness the impossible situations that that present themselves in your life they are nothing but opportunities for god to show you his infinite goodness For him to turn those impossible situations around. That's why the Bible says nothing is impossible to him that believes. So if you believe, everything can be made possible for you. And how much you can believe is determined by how good you see your God is. So a person who sees that God is absolutely good can release their faith to turn around a bad situation. To turn around an impossible situation. And that helps them go to another level of believing. Hallelujah. So Satan does not want you to see how accurately I mean, to see accurately how good God is. Satan doesn't want that. He will keep you in bad teaching. He will keep you in bad theology. He will keep you from understanding what I'm saying. I bind that devil in the name of Jesus. He will keep you from, from listening to teachings that will help you see that God is absolutely good. Ah But uh, he has lost it. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 19. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. Let's go there. Romans 8 verse 19. Romans 8:19. All right. My Bible reads For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God, for the manifestation of the mature sons of God. Who are the mature sons of God? The mature sons of God are people who have seen God as an absolutely good God and an infinitely good God. Because you become mature as you see how awesomely good your God is. What you see is what you become. You become what you see. The Bible says we are transformed into the same image from glory to glory. So when I see God as an absolutely good God and I can see it, I can see it in my life. I can see it in my experiences. I can see it in difficult circumstances that I'm dealing with. And I I can see it in the word of God. I am transformed. And that's what matures me. The whole world, the whole creation is waiting for the revealing of men and women who have seen God as an absolutely and infinitely good God. The whole creation is waiting for that. Why? Because we are going to by reason of the revelation that has transformed us, we are going to release creation from the bondage of corruption, from the bondage of evil, by demonstrating goodness to, to creation. So creation is, the Bible says, is grown in waiting for the revelation of the sons of God, for the, for the manifestation of the sons of God. And what is going to manifest the sons of God is a revelation of the goodness of God. The revelation of the goodness of God permeating the core of the church of Jesus Christ is, going, is what is going to raise the sons of God. What, that is the revelation that they require for the last days, for this time we are in, for us to finish the work. Because as many of us see how awesomely good God is and embrace an absolutely good God, then we can present an absolutely good God to a, a, to a world that is suffering, to a world that is dying, to a world that is afflicted, and we can change it. We can change it. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and, and power. He went about doing good. He went about doing good. The church is going to go about doing good. Because the church has seen an absolutely good God. The church has seen clearly how absolutely good their God is. The church has seen clearly how infinitely good their God is. So the more the church sees the goodness of God, the more the church can do good. The more the church can set free them that are oppressed of the devil. This is what our mission is. And hear me, child of God, hear me, man of God, hear me, pastor. Six billion people out there that need Jesus. We are going to be able to take the power of God to these six billion people and and rescue them from the thief, rescue them from, 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 from the one that wants to destroy them, the destroyer. Rescue them because we are able to display God's goodness. It is God's goodness that leads men to repentance. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. It's God's goodness that leads men to repentance. So when we, we understand the goodness of God and begin to showcase it, the world will, will fall in on its knees to receive our God. It's not, it's, not, it's not evangelism by talk. It's evangelism by demonstration. Hallelujah. You see, when we can walk in boldly, rebuke sicknesses, Of people who don't believe in Jesus. Then they will believe. Imagine a man from another religion. Who has a child who is crippled. And you come to them and say no. God loves you. God loves your family. This sickness that is on this child is not of God. And they say you know how. He said let me prove it to you. My God is going to release this child now. From this situation. Now because you know. Deeply convinced inside of you. That God is absolutely good. God wants that child working. And you know that. You are able to demonstrate the power of God. Right there, you pray, you raise that child from the wheelchair, and the child starts working. Do you think that family will follow Jesus or not? Because you have released them from, from years of suffering, years of anguish, because you yourself have become permanently convinced. That your God is good and you're able to demonstrate your God, your goodness of your God in any bad situation. Listen to me. This is what God is wanting the whole church to rise to. That we are so convinced of his goodness that anywhere we see not good, we can step in there and shift that situation to the glory of God. And change it and demonstrate the goodness of God. And set the captives free. And demonstrate the love of Jesus by practical means. That is the way for evangelism going forward. That's the reason why you got to pay attention to these teachings about the goodness of God. Because you yourself need to be convinced deep within you that your God is good to you. And that your God wants your good. And then you can demonstrate him to the rest of the world. You can't give what you don't have. That's why I'm saying to you, your God wants to show you how good he is. Whatever difficult situation you are facing right now. Whatever whatever gloomy situation you are facing right now. Please understand what this gloomy situation is. It's an opportunity for the goodness of God to be manifested in your life. For the goodness of God to be personally displayed for you. For the goodness of God to be personally, personally displayed for you. Because it is the goodness of God that you have experienced that you can talk about. Oh yes, how can you talk about what you have not seen? How can you demonstrate what you have not experienced? It's not theory. This is what God is wanting to do. So, can I tell you now that situation in your life that is less than good? God is wanting to show Himself in that situation, and if you can believe Him, if you can knock knock that doubt down, that that voice inside of you that making you doubt can God show you know can God solve this problem? Can will God do it for you? Because you know, for many of us, we know inside in our head at least that God is able to do it. The problem is. Does he want to do it for me? And that, that, that problem there is a problem of believing in the goodness of God. Alright. Okay. I want to... Uh, can I take one more scripture? Right, let me take one, just one scripture. And we will call it a day for tonight. Psalm 23 verse 6. Let me take that one. Psalm 23 verse 6. I'll continue tomorrow. Psalm 23 verse 6. Popular scripture, you quote it all the time. Psalm 23, verse 6. He says, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. In other words, if you are going to live 100 years on the planet, God wants goodness and mercy. To follow you every day of those 100 years. 365 days in one year. Actually, they say a year is 365.25. So 365.25 times 100. That's how many days that you are living on the earth. God wants to show you his goodness and his mercy. God wants to show you his goodness and his mercy. For every one of those days. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. God wants to show me his goodness. So would you lift up your voice and lift up your heart to the Father and say, Lord, I receive your goodness today. I receive the demonstration of your goodness in whatever it is that I'm dealing with. Would you pray with me right now? Whatever difficult situation you're dealing with. Maybe you're dealing with a difficult person somebody who is just getting, getting on your nerves. You're dealing with a difficult situation. You're dealing with, with you know, difficult circumstances. Difficult scenarios regarding your work. Surely, goodness and mercy is supposed to manifest for you every day. Would you lift your hands to the Lord as we call him tonight? Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you because It's our season to experience your goodness. You say, taste and see that the Lord is good. It's our moment to experience your goodness. I pray for somebody out there tonight who has listened to this short teaching who is facing a difficult situation. But I call upon you now in the name of Jesus Christ. We break that, that impasse. We break that situation. We introduce the goodness of God. We speak the goodness of God to manifest. The infinite goodness of God and the absolute goodness of God. Wherever they have believed, they lie. That you are the one who is making situation difficult for them. You are the, la- the, you are the one who is twisting the situation. Father, we release them for that lie. We know you are not the one because your goodness is absolute. You, we know you are not the one. Your goodness is absolute. So I speak now that absolute goodness will show forth in that situation and turn it around for them. That impossible situation, Lord, that difficult situation, that difficult person, that difficult relationship. I speak your goodness now in the name of Jesus. I speak your goodness, that your goodness is, is showcased in that situation. That that person who is sick on a sick bed gets up now by the hand of God. In the name of Jesus. He gets up now by the hand of God. He gets up now by the hand of God. We gets up now by the hand of... We break the hold of sickness of that person right now. In the name of Jesus. We release that person from the hold of sickness. And we command them to rise. That everything that is not working in their body is restored by the goodness of God. That they, they can see the goodness of God. That that woman... Can can see the goodness of God. That that man can experience the goodness of God. In the name of Jesus. I speak it now in the name of Jesus. That that sick man will get up from the sick bed. To hold his children again. That that sick woman can get up. In the name of That that sick child be healed right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord we speak healing everywhere. That your goodness is displayed. In the most unlikely circumstances. Situations that doctors have written off. We thank you because. It's not beyond your goodness. Hallelujah. It's, 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 the, it's the limitations of medical science. But we know that your goodness is infinite. And it breaks barriers. So we break the barriers of medical science. And we declare the name of Jesus. That, that person is healed and recovered from the sick bed. And everything is returned to normal. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father we thank you because it is so. Testimonies pour in. Testimonies pour in. After now. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. For that person who doesn't know you, I, I pray for them tonight. I pray that you touch their heart and, 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 and do a work deep in their heart that they might come to know you and experience your goodness in, in all its ramifications. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want you to send us a message on the number that is showed on the screen. If you want prayer, you want a follow-up on the teaching, you want us to help you in any way, Please contact us on the number on the screen. It is plus two, one, plus two seven eight one four two one zero eight three five. Plus two seven eight one four two one zero eight three five. That's the number. Please reach us on that number. We'll be very glad and delighted to get back to you, to offer you whatever help. We are here to demonstrate the goodness of God. If there's a situation in your life that you want us to agree with you specially, please send a WhatsApp message to that number, 2781 And we'll be happy to agree with you in prayer. And we s- expect God to show forth in that situation in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining me tonight. We continue tomorrow, 7 p.m. South African time. Uh, please help us to spread the word. Start a watch party and, and, and spread the word. The goodness of God is filling the earth as the waters cover covered the sea. That's what God said. The knowledge of his glory, the glory of God is the goodness of God, will fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Good night.
0: There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy you're looking for enlargement amplification increase strengthening you're looking for growth in your life you want leverage strategic advantage gain and favor ability to influence clout and strength Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website.reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.